Hello and welcome back to the special edition of the Bad to Media podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me tonight, as always, is Liam Hall. It's me, it's I'll feed you later, okay? Just down, sit. Right. Now, if you piss again, I'm going to put your, I'm going to put your nose in it, all right? Go on, so hi everyone. Uh, it's really nice to be here on the Banter Munich podcast, and um, I am joined today by V Saunders. Hey Reese, how you doing? I mean, you are not hosting ever. <laughs> so <laughs> on to the first topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, then normally we are joined. By... I'm gonna knock you out in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> normally we are joined by our very own geriatric. Carl Pierce, but he's too busy at the bingo hall tonight. Um, he's too busy getting his pill caddy ready for tomorrow. He's just, he's let us down, hasn't he, Liam? Yes, I, I mean, we're, we're kind of used to it, but you know, like, it's just like, it's like an old dog, you know, like, he's kind of useless and he's good when he's around, when he's not, you're just like, oh, go on. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't expect any more from you. I, I mean, that's what he, he, wait, he told you he was going to bingo. Oh, no, I just assumed he was at bingo because he's old. Oh, well, he told me he was having um, some really, like, really hot sex with another 200-year-old. So, um, well, uh, to be fair, he, he, it could just be bingo. Who knows with him? I mean, to be honest, he will shed 69 and then think he's actually having a 69 where he's just really got a dot on the piece of paper. No, he, he's actually misread it, and he's, uh, and he's actually reading his age, which is 609. Uh, yes, 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 yeah, yes. yes. But... I mean, I don't, I don't think Carl's got the uh, the capacity to do a 69, to be honest with you. I mean, like, his bones are too brittle. He's, um, it'd be more like a 77, in a way. Yeah, he, he's like, um, he's like that guy from, um, you know, Unbreakable. He, he's, he's like Mr. Glass. He's like Sam Jackson in the wheelchair. You know, if he tries to get up... He's, he's just going to break one of his toes. It's just it's just a very sad state of affairs. It is, but we don't care about him. I mean, to be honest, though, I, I mean, I have thought about taking Carl to a wood and just, you know, putting him out of his misery. But, um... but, but, you, but you can't do it with another human. You can do it with Jeeves and a dog, but you can't do it with another human, you know? Even if they're, like, old and wrinkly and look like a, a ball bag. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like old people are disgusting, Reese, and you, you know how much I hate old people. But mm-hmm. e- even I, you know, even I don't want to kill them. And and and, and I would kill almost any, anything if if I get what I want. True. But speak about old people. This special is all about Barcelona. Um, yeah. We are. I, I think we are. Everyone's aware that Barcelona got smashed eight two by Bayern Munich in the Champions League recently, and. Um, we thought we'd get together and talk about the failure of this season that has that has transpired for Barcelona, a team that is so used to success, winning trophies, getting to the finals of trophy of um, competitions and so on, and also arguably have the best player in the world in their team. And we're here to talk about the capitulation of Barcelona this season. Um, yeah. We're going to focus on transfers that they made, the fact that they are eight hundred million pound in debt, and they don't seem to be bothered about it. The fact that they are they finished five points off Real Madrid. They got, as, as I said, got absolutely smashed by Bayern Munich, and we'll talk about the management situation and so on there. But. Um, I think the perfect place to start, I think, will be Champions League uh, night, uh, quarter-final against um, Bayern. Hand on heart, did you think that we would... Not not see a result like this, I don't think anyone could have predicted this, but did you think we'll get such a drubbing scene towards Barcelona that we got um, the other night? No, well, it's weird, because I I was... um, I I went to um, see it with a friend in a pub, and um, like predictions before the game, I was like, I think I think Bayern Munich are, are going to dominate. I think I I couldn't see Barcelona beating them. So I, I, my prediction was it was going to be, um, I thought it was going to be four two, and um, and even then I thought okay maybe that's maybe slightly generous, maybe we should win three two, um, but every for every goal that just went in, it just kind of got more ridiculous, and it felt like 
it felt like we were living in a dream world. I mean, I mean, God, imagine if your team lost eight two um, in a in a competitive match. Yeah, like Arsenal would never ever ever lose eight two to anyone. Um, no. So no, never. I mean, two thousand twelve something happened. What are you on about, mate? What are you trying to say? Go on, get, get, uh, get out with it. I think Man United. I think a team called Man United beat Arsenal eight two. Uh, the dream has no memory of this. I I I I, I don't recall this. I'm very sorry. <sighs> Let's not talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's um, it's it was incredibly shocking, but I I did not see that coming. It's it was kind of scary to be honest. I mean, to be honest, I'm just going to ask what I didn't see coming. Valentine Dream or this happening? But um, oh, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. We'll be safe, It's fine, so don't worry. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're fine. But I, I, I remember what I, I thought it'd probably be about three or Bayern. I thought Bayern's attack was too quick for uh, for Barcelona's defence to cope with, and then. It turned out I was absolutely wrong, and it was eight two. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it it's staggering. Thing is, it, it seems to be going all right for them for a while. Like when they score that first goal, they actually seem to be in control for like five minutes. Like they're they're stitching some attacks together. I mean, Messi almost scored from a cross, and I was like, oh, this could be a bit tighter than I thought. But then I think it was Gnabry who had the second goal. Like once the second goal in went in, you could just see the confidence on in Bayern Munich. They're just like, okay, this this is up, this this is us, we're in control. Well, it says a lot that David Albrecht scored that goal and then laugh about it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I mean, great own goal, but I, I do want to say that for for me that the uh, player that stood out. When he uh, obviously when he when he played in the second half especially was uh, Alfonso Davis. Oh, yeah. He made he made Nelson Semedo look like his bitch. He he, he, he danced around him and then the fact that defense PK just kept blocking going off on him. He didn't, he didn't want to go towards him, and then they score and then he just has an absolute blinder. Kimmich was superb. Nabry was incredible. Muller. Goretzka was incredible as well. Yeah, Goretzka was incredible. Muller was incredible. Um, and then um, <laughs> the the be- but things are for me that the scoreline wasn't the the best thing about the night. The best thing about the night was the fact that a Barcelona player came on and scored two and assisted one goal against them. That was imp- that was brilliant. That was um I. I- I mean, you know, I don't particularly rate Coutinho, but I, I was, I was flabbergasted by that. I was like, the thing is, he just made it look so easy, and like, yeah. uh, and not to discredit him, but I, it looks so easy, and I don't think that was all him. Barcelona are an absolute shambles. I, I, I get, I, I, I mean, look, the, the, the thing about the Barca team is it's. It's aging. It's an aging team, and let's be honest, this has probably been the best team, arguably the last decade. This Barcelona team with mm. Messi, Xavi, Iniesta, Puyol, uh, Alves, um, Alba, Busquets, Suarez, Abidal, Neymar, um, yeah. In that team, and and I think what they've done is, I think for me, they've rested on their laurels because they knew that they get something special out of Messi, and to be honest, Messi does deliver. Yeah, I mean, but he, but he, he, even he couldn't save him last night. No, that, that, that was, that was, I, don't, I don't think I, I don't think you could have. I don't think even you have Ronaldo in that team. They don't think they could have saved them last that game. I think they were just they looked slow, lethargic. They looked. They just looked like they didn't want to be there, and yeah, and yeah, it was it was a shame to see that a team like that capitulated. But it did remind me of uh, Brazil versus Germany. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's 
it's a very easy comparison, but it, it felt like it felt like an important moment in time. It felt like a historic moment. This felt like a moment where like Barcelona, you know, there's two crossroads. Either they can go back to their former glory or they can become Inter Milan. With all respect to Inter Milan, but they were on top of the world and then then they weren't. You know? Yeah, just... I mean, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think I think with Inter Milan, I think it was basically they had, at that point, they had an absolute, they had the best manager in the world because Mourinho was at that point. They had an incredible squad and then, the, then Juve had a resurgence. And then, yeah, Italian football declined, if you're going to use Inter as an example. But I think, I hope this is a reset for Barcelona. Mm. But the problem think, is, yeah. I, I, I think that um, they they do need an overhaul because, as I said, that squad is aging. And it's very hard, though, for that team to be able to replicate the players of old, as I said, i.e. Xavi, Iniesta, and so on. Because mm. they are once-in-a-generation talents that come along. But then again, like... But even, I, I don't think they... I think the thing is, I think they need that. I think they just need to get rid of a lot of shit. I mean, I'm looking at the ages of the players now. Lionel Messi's 32. Anton Griezmann, he's 28, so he can still go. Suarez is 32. Busquets and Rakitic are 31. Piquet's 32. Like Vidal is 32. Jordi Alba's 30. Is Neto's 30? It's like. Their, their powers are going to decline. Even Messi is starting to decline a little bit. I st- I, 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 Messi. Messi's still incredible, but he's yeah. he's he's only, he's not going to get better, you know. Um. Yeah. No. I get that. I mean, Messi. I do feel for him in a way because I feel like it's if he doesn't play well, Barcelona don't play well, then everything's blamed on him. Yeah. And I think he's carried them. I mean, he's carried them for so long. Yeah, absolutely. So long. But the thing is, I mean, he's also had a great team around him. Like, that's always been an argument against Messi. Like, he's never... Like, the only reason he's won so much is because he's had a great team around him. Like, like, but but he's won more than Ronaldo has. True, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, things like Barcelona have been a powerhouse pretty yeah. much since Messi has been there. Yeah. As I said, I, I said this, I said it was the best, it's the best team in the last decade. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, like, if, if Puyol, like, retired, you know, they had, they had Piquet. You know, yeah. if Abidal retired, they had Jordi Alba. When, when Xavi and Iniesta went, you know, they, they still had Busquets. And, but, they haven't been able to replace this new team. I, I mean, so I've looked at their transfers, the people who are, who they brought in this season, and <laughs> it's shocking, isn't it? It is. I, and also, like some people haven't, they haven't been able to move on. Like, I mean, they still have Arda Turan. No, he he's now gone. Oh, is he gone now? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he's he's now left. He's now, uh, I think, it's at Galatasaray. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But, you know, but yeah, they, I mean. They, I, I'm looking at it with you. I mean, uh, uh, the transfer stuff like that, it is just... Yeah. yeah. It's like Frankie De Jong is a good signing. Like I, I think that was a good shout. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, I mean, he's the kind of player they need to look more of, and he's looked more towards youth. Don't don't look for, like, Vidal. As as good as Vidal is, he's not going to... He's not going to save Barcelona. Same with, like, signing Paulinho. It's like... Yeah. It's very, very short-term fixes. You might as well just put more money... Into youth. Well, that's the. I, I'm look. I'm looking at the transfers that they made. They, 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 they spent 273 million pound on players. Uh, 75 million on De Jong, very, uh, a good player. They spent. Mm. Uh, they spent um, 12 million pound on a player called Emerson, who doesn't even play for them. He plays for Real Betis as on loan. To be fair, he's been very good in, in fairness yep. to him. Uh, Net, they bought the twenty-six million pounds on the backup goalkeeper in mm-hmm. Neto. Uh, in, in, spent... fairness, in fairness, they also um, they got rid of um, their citizen for more money. So I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, try, I get that. But then they, the biggest joke was spend £120 million on Griezmann. Which, well, uh, yeah. the, the, the best thing about this one, they haven't actually paid it. Have you not? No, they do it installments. So basically, like they managed to Barcelona have spent 140 million pound on Dembele, no, 150 million pound on Dembele. Sorry, they spent 140 million pound on Coutinho, and then they spend 120 million pound on Griezmann. They haven't paid. It, they don't pay them off. They're just basically they do installments. It's um, it's it, the it, biggest the, the biggest joke that they signed, and this rule is just uh, it, it's a fucking abysmal the fact that Barcelona were able to sign Martin Braithwaite from uh, Leganes for 18 million pound outside transfer window because they didn't have a fit striker I'm sorry they had fucking Griezmann put Griezmann up front play Griezmann uh, in the middle and, and now Leganes have, have gone down yeah I mean, I mean let's be honest though. Martin Braithwaite played 11 games scored he scored one goal for Barcelona yeah and to be fair he, he has actually been Decent, like besides the goals, but he's but he, he let, let's be honest here, he is not, he's not a Barcelona quality player. Oh, absolutely not. But it's um, it's weird for signings they've made recently. Like, why would you sign Paulinho from the Chinese league for, for a season? Well, say, say that the pa- Paulinho was Paulinho was good when he went to Barca he went to Barca did well then went to China did really well came back had a great year at Barca then went back to China so I can't understand that one because he did play well but I'm just looking at the players that they sold and they that mean they only they only made 125 million pound out of sales mm. compared to spending 273 million quid so basically all they got back was their investment in um Griezmann yeah, and uh, the, the one that baffled me was that last year they had Kevin Prince Boateng on loan. Yeah, that, that's, that's uh, a very strange one. Yeah, I mean they they sold a good young player with Denis Suarez. Um, to be to be very, I mean he, he he was very injury prone. So I kind of understand that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, came, it was at you for a year and play, I think played four or five games. Um, uh, the biggest one they got they sold Malcolm after one season for me they did, it felt like they gave him a chance he played 15 games got one goal and then everyone slated him so he's, he's at Zenit St. Petersburg now and he's he's had a good return 14, 14 appearances four goals that's not bad it is very it is very strange they spent a lot of money on players which probably oh, it's very strange because like on, on paper something like someone like Dembele makes a lot of sense yeah, um, he's, he's a fantastically talented player, but then you sp- spend so much money on Coutinho, and I, you know, take away my like my dislike of Coutinho, he's still twenty eight. Like you're not gonna for twenty eight year old, you're not really gonna get that much value, and unless it's someone like Neymar, like you're not really gonna get I that value that. for that for that amount of money. Do you want me to tell you, yeah, how much I'm gonna go through every player? In the Barcelona first team, and the amount of money that they spent. Yeah, are you ready? This is the tra- this is how much they spent. <laughs> they spent twelve million pound on Stegen. That's a good return. That's good a good in- return. Yeah, thirty million pound on Nelson Semedo. Whew. Uh, five million pound on PK. Good signing. Good signing. Eighteen million on Rakitic. That's a good return. Uh, mm-hmm. Busquets came through the new system. Uh, Thirty-one million pound on Arthur or Arta, whatever his name is, and, and now he's gone. Yep, eighty-one million euros on Suarez. I think that's been a very good investment. Suarez has played two hundred seventy-nine games, got one hundred ninety-five goals. Fantastic return. Mm. Messi came through the youth system. Then this one gets a little bit pricey. Then Ballet, one hundred and five million euros. Uh, Neto, 26 million euros. Uh, L- Clement Longley, 20, 35.9 million euros. And after, after seeing him play yesterday, I think that's a bit dodgy. Uh, Griezmann, 120 million euros. Jordi Alba, 14 million euros. Good return. Martin Braithwaite, 18 million euros. Mm-hmm. 
Sergio Roberto, the new system. Um, Frankie De Jong, 75 million euros. Vidal, 80 million. Uh, Samuel Umtiti, which is the best name in football, at 25 million euros, and Junior Furpo, 18 million uh, euros. That is so expensive. That's a lot of money. It's, it's for some for some players who are varying in in terms of their ability. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at. Um, so I've just look, I've got their stats up for the season. This is the season. They oh. 38 games in La Liga. They won 25, drew seven, lost six. Uh, Copa del Rey. They got knocked out in the quarter uh, quarterfinals. Uh, they got knocked out again. I think I'm, no, it wasn't Bill Bay. Bill Bay beat them in the league in the first game. Uh, Copa del Rey. They lost. Two, uh, yeah, it was Bill Bow. Sorry, yeah, in the quarterfinals, uh, they lost a super cup, uh, well, super cup in Spain, three two to Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, they, they, I mean, they had a good start to the season. I, I, it was just they drew too many games and they drew too many important games. I mean, when have you ever known Barcelona to draw two two at Salta Vigo? Yeah, it's or or when have you known them to lose at home to Osasuna? They're bottling it. Also, I mean, oh, it's just, I mean, it's, first of all, it's bad coaching. But then it's also, like, there seems to be a lack of motivation with the players. Like, that team should, even even without Messi, Messi, they should be able to beat Celta Vigo. You know, when you have that amount of money in your team, you should be able to beat, with that amount of money, minus Messi, you should be able to beat almost any team in the world. Yeah, you should do. Oh. But here's a question for you. So I've been thinking about this, and I'm thinking like, who would who would be better to sign with some of the money that they spent? For Griezmann, like, why not just sign someone like Jao Felix? You know, Griezmann's 28 years old. Felix is what 18, and, uh, and he, he's yeah. going to be far more effective. But I think. Why? Why I think Griezmann worked at Atletico is they play to his strengths, where Barcelona they don't. Yeah, but the thing is, he plays in almost exactly the same way that Messi does in the exact same positions. Mm. And 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 so, I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter. Like we've seen with Man United, like Fernandez and Pogba usually play in quite similar positions. But yeah, and then all Fernandez can do is score penalties. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's like if you're going to sign a player. They, they clearly didn't know where they wanted to play this guy, and he was never really—he's not a great winger. Like he was no. a very bang average winger. I mean, even when he was at Sausage, he was—he 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 was an average wing. He was—he was average when he went to when he was at Sausage, Dad. And then he goes to—I mean, his Sausage Dad record—he played 180 league games, scored 46 goals, but for Atletico Madrid, same amount of games, 94 goals. So, doubled his account. And, yeah, I mean, he, 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 I mean, he wasn't the wing, mainly for Sociedad. But then, he, when, he got, when he got to Atletico Madrid, he was up front. And he became the focal point of the team. I think that's what it is. I think Atletico Madrid, he was the big fish in mm. a little pond. Whereas he went to Barcelona, he's a little fish in a big pond. He is. And he's, he's also a little fish asked to be, like, a shark. Yeah, that's what it's. Uh, you are no. It's like saying basically. It's like saying to a, uh, a perfect example. It's like saying to a child, right? You are no longer a child. You are an adult. I expect you to go out to do adult things, even though they're really capable of not doing it and being able to do it. It's like asking PK to do what Kante does. It's like yeah. oh, so it's like asking Pirlo to do what Kante does. Like Pirlo's oh. a fantastic player, but he cannot play that fucking role. <laughs> Paolo was like, see, can't see, Kante in the role that he plays. Kante is the best. No one comes close to Kante in that role. Yeah. Um, that's why I mean, I did my my one to eleven in the world right now, and I put Kante in my team. He's, um, he's dropped off a little bit, but he's still he's still fantastic. I, I think you put Kante defensive mid. He's the best. I mean, hmm. I, I'll tell you my team right now, but this is my team. This is my team in the world right now. On black and goal, mm-hmm. 
Arnold Van Dyke Ramos Davis. Kante uh, is defensive mid. Ronaldo on the left. Nabry on the right. De Bruyne at Cam. And then Lewandowski and Mbappe up front. Well, you know, you're not even putting Messi in. Messi was in there, but I think, think Nabry's had an absolute... I mean, I was going to put Sancho in. Sancho is really incredible. He has. Uh, uh, I mean, I personally couldn't put them um, be- ahead of Messi. I mean, Messi was in there. I mean, ne- Messi was in there originally, but well, I just talking about best players in the world. I mean, I think Barcelona. Going back to Barcelona, I think that for me their struggle started for me in the summer mm. uh, when they tried all summer to try and sign. Uh, Neymar. Uh, Neymar publicly said he was unhappy. At, um, he was unhappy. PSG, yeah. G, he wanted to go back to Barcelona. Benemon, uh, Bas- Neymar, uh, PSG had played 198 million pounds for Neymar in 2017. And they wanted 220 million euros. So I think it's probably about 200 million pounds they wanted for him, or 205 million pounds. And Barcelona couldn't pay that, but they, they 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 had the gall to give away six players to um, PSG. PSG said no. Imagine that. Imagine imagine being able to give away six world class players. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think that's what it is. I think. They, they they had their sights set on Neymar. They thought they were going to get Neymar, Suarez, and Messi back together. It didn't happen. I think it disrupted them. Yeah, I, I, I think if it, if it got Messi, I think I mean Neymar would have given him a big would have given him a big lift. Mm. But, it was he, that's, that's... Yeah. Carry on. So I was going to say, there's only one way I could see. Barcelona coming back, and this is a very bold move, but I think Barcelona should propose a swap deal for Mbappe and Messi. Because at the moment, Mbappe is someone who I think I think he can rejuvenate almost any team in the world. I mean, I mean, he he he's single, he's pretty much single-handedly got PSG to this stage. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not hearing anything bad said about Chupo Moting. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a legend as well. But I mean, all right, sorry. Besides Super Moting and Mbappe, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do think Mbappe is very special. But I will say this though: he is playing arguably in the easiest, in the easiest league with the best team in that league. But he, he, I think he's also, I think whenever he's been given an opportunity, I think he's just, I, I, no matter what the stage, I think he's, do, I think he's done it. World Cup, he's, he's, he's been absolutely incredible, yeah. And you know, he, he beat Messi's um, Argentina, right? absolutely destroyed that team. World Cup final, he was absolutely fantastic. I mean, he's still, is he even twenty now? Uh, he's he's twenty one, and I hate him. If you're looking to build around the future, it doesn't matter who is. I think you need to build around Mbappe. If you're Barcelona, I think he would be even over Messi. I would sacrifice I think, Messi for him. I don't think they'll sacrifice Messi. I don't think they will, but I think they should. I I, I think if they're going to sacrifice anybody, I think I reckon they'll try and give Griezmann to them. But they'll never take Griezmann. No. I think I think I think that's what they, I think they're saying. Right, we give you Griezmann plus hundred million. Hundred million, and I'm, I'm not, I reckon they'll try to give them Griez, Griezmann, probably Rakitic, and <laughs> someone else. Imagine try and get him back by that way. And imagine thinking Rakitic could solve your problems. Right, that, oh, oh, I mean, he's... he thinks that, I, I, I quite like Rakitic, but he's nowhere. He's 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 not fair. He's just he's just not. He's a good player. I mean, I'd I'd have him. I'd have him. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I think he did. Well. I think he did very well in West Brom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, just let, do, do I take some time out for just a second? Um, uh, we are recording this uh, on uh, Sunday, the sixteenth of August, and 
in this time Manchester United are playing Sevilla. Um, Liam, do you want to join me in just um, having a giggle? <laughs> it's Sevilla 2, Man United 1, and it's it's the 92nd minute. Um, the six minutes, the six minutes each time to play. Severe winning two one. Um, should we have a giggle? <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we should be very careful though. You never know; they might somehow get another penalty. Oh yeah, because that's what Maggie, that's what Maggie Lloyd could do is get penalties. Um, yeah, yeah. Fernandez is going to stamp on someone's foot, and he's going to get a penalty. Yeah, I mean, someone could fart in. Uh, Seoul in South Korea and they'll somehow get a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. (laughs) But back to Barcelona. There are some saving graces from this season, though. Let's be honest. There there is some. I mean, they've got the emergence of Ansu Fati. Mm. Um, Incredible, incredible talent at 17 years of age playing the, the Barcelona team. And uh, uh, ho- hopefully he can go on to be the next Messi. But I mean, that's we we, we don't know if he can do that yet. Oh no, I don't think. He will, but you look at it. He's he played. He, he played at sixteen. He was he was the uh, he's the second youngest player to play for Barcelona since nineteen forty one. He scored. Um, he's the se- he's the senior team's youngest goal scorer. So he is their youngest ever goal scorer. Uh, he's the youngest player in history to score an assist in the same game. This is the age of 16. Mm. Uh, he's the youngest player to feature in the competition, uh, uh, beating Bojan's record. He's the youngest goal scorer in the Champions League history. It's 17 years and 40 days. And became the youngest player to score a brace, scoring both goals in the, in the win against Levante. And he scored the 9,000th goal in Barcelona's history. It's just some Insane. stats there. But even Messi said that, even, even Leo Messi's come out and said, this, this guy's incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, just to give um, some kind of comparison, I mean, he, he scored um, seven goals this season in the league. Um, yeah. Do you want to guess how many seasons Theo Walcott has scored more? Who? Theo uh, Walcott, how, how many goals do you think he scored in the season compared to that? So, he's got more than, when Theo Walcott got more than seven goals in the season, just in the, in the league season, yeah? Yes, just in the league season. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, probably about two, or two or three, three or four, I'd say four. You got four? Hold on. I mean, there was one season. I know. I know. Once he got, he got fourteen when he played up front for yeah, and then he just tailed off. Yeah, and you know, what? I love the Court, but I mean, it just goes to show that sometimes you can you can overhype Wonder Kids. But I mean, also, I mean, that just goes to show how good Ansu Fati can be, and also how shit the Court is now. Yeah, I mean, how many how many games has Ansu Fati played? Sorry, He's, I mean, I'm just going to go mess- twenty four games. Well, Messi's first season in the in the Barcelona team was uh, he played seventeen games, got six goals in the league, and then from there he's just absolutely kicked off. Messi's incredible. Um, mm. Okay, a, a question. Yes. Do you think losing Lionel Messi could be detrimental to Barcelona, or could it be good for Barcelona? Personally, I think if you kind of went. I think if you win the Gareth Bale route and just if if you get an absorbent amount of money for Messi and you can make really really smart smart signings and rebuild PSG, I think I think it, I think it could be a really good idea. I mean, like it might be impossible to get someone like Mbappe, but if you can get I don't know, if you can get like say Haaland. And like if Dortmund played, if Dortmund's paid like 50 million and Haaland, or maybe a bit more than 50 million, I think you know something like that could actually be a really good deal for them. Yeah, I I think it'll be. Uh, I think it could be a blessing in disguise, really, if he does go, because I think then it, it'll it'll force them to yeah. build 
um, a new team. It'll force them to try and rebuild and make a start. I mean, we got to the managers now. They've had well, Valverde was in charge at the start. He had a shock. He apparently, had a shocking start. Then they're replacing with a man I've never heard of. Hmm. He's yeah. And then he's uh, apparently he lost the dressing room really quick. And why? Why is it be better if um, Messi does go? It does feel like Messi has a lot of sway with every decision that goes on at Barcelona. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, well, the thing is, like, he's been the only reason that they've won the league even recently. If they did not have Messi, they would be nowhere near. They they might not even make the top four. I think you're kind of seeing that now. I don't know about the top four. I mean, the, the players I've got, they're, they're still great players. They've got them. Oh. I mean, Lionel Messi is just a special, special, special talent. But I do feel like the past couple of years, they've done things to keep Messi happy. And yeah. I feel like now that they, that it feels like they've missed out on that now. Like, I think that this is a point of no return. The fact they've won the Champions League in such a, such a long time. Um, which is what Messi wants to win. Obviously, wants to win the Champions League. It means the most, and I do think the Champions League means more to to the Spanish teams than it does to say the English teams. Mm. Well, the thing is, the English teams went so many years without winning one, and if you think about it, so but they haven't won it since two thousand and eight. Barcelona. I, I don't think they've won it since two thousand and eight. I could be wrong. Two thousand and fifteen, mate. Never mind. It feels like it was more. It feels like it was ages I think, ago. I think I think it was 2015. The beat. Um, oh yeah, it was Juventus. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking Pep Guardiola. That's why. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's the, 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 the thing. So he's the the last trophy they won was La Liga 2018-19. It was the last thing they won. They didn't win any trophies this year, hmm. which is just on on just a thing to. Uh, it's unheard just, of. It's unheard of that Barcelona don't win a trophy. Um, I don't agree. Do you agree that he deserved to win a Ballon d'Or 2019? Uh, I mean, it's, it's so hard. I mean, he was he was so good. Like, I mean, any year, I think his kind of stats, I think, could have... I, I think but, those kind of stats could have won it. But 2019... They only won the league, whereas the person for his second, Van Dijk, he won the Champions League. Mm. Where apparently it's always been the case if, if you win the Champions League, you are going to win it. And Messi somehow won it. It's like when he won the best player at the World Cup, it was it was bollocks. 20, but I think he won the best player at the 2014 World Cup, where it should have been Thomas Muller. Yeah. And it, but it, but, I mean, I'm just looking at the, I'm just looking at the, the points there that got annoyed for the Ballon d'Or. Messi won it. Messi won it by seven points. Well, yeah, it's funny. So, I seem to remember you you agreeing with it at the time. I think you. No, no, did. I, 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 I didn't agree with it at all. Oh, really? Okay, I thought you did for some reason. No, no, no. I, I said, I, I said that. I said either Salah or Van Dijk should have won it because they won mm. trophies that season, whereas Messi won one. Yeah, but you, you know what? You actually, you know what's weird. Looking back at it, this kind of feels like 2008 Barcelona. But when 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 Guardiola first came in and he and he got rid of Ronaldinho, you know Ronaldinho was the best player in the world at the time, and they just sold him to AC Milan. But they knew they had Messi in reserve, and they were confident that Messi could like fit into those shoes. I feel like you could find someone who could fit. Well, maybe like maybe not now, but Ansu Fati maybe in a year's time could slowly grow into those shoes. And, and if you got someone, if you got a great team to go around him, I don't know. I I, I think there's a chance. I mean, you also need a good coach, but in in Ronald Koeman, which looks like he's going to be, I think that could be decent. I don't know if that's. I mean, we should probably talk about Jaffe as well, shouldn't we? I mean, yeah, Koeman, um, I think could he could do a good job, but then again, he the teams he had in England didn't do particularly well. I mean, he, he had a good run at Southampton, went to Everton, bought mm. bought players, and spent money on players that justified the. I mean, Gilfie Sigurdsson is good, but he is not fifty million pound good. 
Yeah, and just just as Keane isn't thirty million pound good. Yes, and Pickford isn't thirty million pound good either. <laughs> and he, he he got sacks there, the poor start to the season, and then he's done well. He's rejuvenated the Dutch team that failed to qualify for the World Cup. Um, he's done well there. They obviously they won the Nations League last year. Did yes, did they? You might be right. And no, I think it was. Oh, yeah. I think it's Portugal. I think it's Portugal, Holland in the final. I'm not too sure, but uh, I, I get to the Nations League final. Um, it, was, it was it was Portugal. You're right. Portugal, but it, but it was it, was it them two in the final? Uh, you might be right. Yes, I don't it was. Know. Yeah, okay. It, it, it was, yeah. And they did. I mean, they, they, they did well to get there. Obviously, as I said, not qualify for the previous year World Cup. Um, I do think if it goes to Barcelona, I do think it should be a long-term thing, not what's been sprouted around as basically being a one-year thing. The the uh, the Messiah will return in the form of Seth Rollins. No, Xavi. Um, <laughs> Ch- Xavi will return and save Barcelona and have it, the It's a dangerous year. narrative. Huh? It's a very dangerous narrative, that's for sure. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's worked previously in, the t- in terms of Johan Cruyff came back and managed them, and they, they did very well. Guardiola as well. Yeah, Guardiola came back and managed them and did very well. Luis Enrique came back and managed them and did very well. But I, I would Xavi be able to lead a Messi-less team if Messi does go? Yeah. I get the uh, I mean, not he's, too- his only experience has been in the Saudi league. Yeah. And, you know, with all respect to that league, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's also going to be very interesting to see how Pirlo fears at Juventus. Someone who, in his book, said he, they don't ever put money on him becoming a coach. I think, there seems to be a dangerous trend of people going for ex-players. I mean, to be fair, like, it turned out well for Arsenal with, with um, Arteta, but I think, his whole career has kind of led to him becoming a manager. I don't think that's the same with Xavi. He hasn't got the tutelage of someone like Arteta. True, Arteta had Guardiola to learn off, but then I do think... No, but, then but then he also Xavi... had Mauricio Pochettino, he had then... Wenger. So, I don't but know. Then again, Xavi had... Chevy got to play under Guardiola, so you got to think that Chevy probably would have picked some stuff up from there. Oh, absolutely. So I think I, I do think that Chevy could could do well, but then I, I don't think it's what everyone's saying it'll be. It'll be oh, Chevy's going to come and we're going to absolutely they're going to rinse the league and stuff like that. It's it doesn't work like that. It's going to be a tough, tough road for whoever mm. takes the job. If I mean we're, we're speculating, I think we are we, we we are pretty much certain that um, Setien is going to be sacked. Yeah, uh, it'd be very very surprising if he doesn't. Yeah, I mean if if he doesn't get sacked, then I'll just be like, well, that is just utter 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 stupidity. The man, the man, basically ruined Barcelona fans to say, but I am going to say something about Barcelona fans. Um. Especially UK Barcelona fans. Um, I've got a couple of them on my my Facebook, and I was looking at Facebook, and they they just put, "I'm ashamed to be a Barcelona fan. I'm ashamed of this. I'm ashamed of that." It's one it's it's one bad season. You finish second in your league. It's not tenth. You finish second. Try, try being an Arsenal fan or a West, or a West Brom fan. What's wrong being a West Brom fan? Nothing. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's what it is. I think it's just I'm ashamed to be a Barcelona fan. Shut up! It's one. Have, have some perspective. Yeah, it's pathetic. So um, I think just, just you know, take take it with a take. take you're going to take the rough with the smooth. You've got to move on from it, and I think um, yeah. Just look forward to the next season. I do think that I think next season will be a transition season for them. Yeah, but but I think there's also going to be some change. 
Yeah, I, I do think there'll be some change. I think it, it, it's necessary change. And I'll be very happy to see that change with them. Because yeah. I, think it, I think for the first time ever, it's intrigue with Barcelona to see where they're going to go, see what they can be. So, yeah, hmm. I am I'm very much looking forward to where they can go. It's, yeah, I, I kind of look forward to watching it play out. But I think I think this is really going to give them a bit of a kick up the arse. And I, I think even if they don't change the team at all, I think next year, I mean, they, they have motivation now. And I think team with something to prove. Like, I, I think they could, they could, they could win, win the Liga next season. Yeah, if it feels like, it feels like a wounded animal. If I yeah. Could. If I can use that analogy, it just feel a bit like a, a wounded animal, and I, I am, I, I, I am, I think they'll they'll do really well next season. I do think that I, I think Messi stays. I don't think Messi's gonna go. I mean, I know the the reports have come out from the same journalist that said that Neymar was leaving, and yeah. He's a very respectable journalist in that sense, but I, I, I don't see him leaving. I think, I think he'll feel like he has a point to prove with Barcelona this se- next season. Yeah, and I feel like I think maybe next season I could see being feasible. I, I could see him maybe leaving next season. But yeah. This this season it just seems like he's abandoning ship, and I don't think that's. I don't think I don't feel like that's messy. No, it's not. I think I, I can imagine he probably had so many offers to leave over the years that he's been so loyal to Barcelona. But then at that point, Barcelona were the best. Um, mm. Well, things he, he's had. He's, I think he's had. Um, he's, he's had. He's had opportunity to, to join Real Madrid before. Yeah, and, 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 and he he can leave any time he wants. There's a clause in his contract where he can leave for free. Yeah, I I, I, words, I think he's earned that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I guess that's, that's kind of what, where, why he's in there. I mean, you know, and that's kind of a problem as well, though, because Barcelona are at his mercy. If he can leave at any point, that's really put them at. That's a really troubling position for Barcelona to be, to be in. I mean, it is, but then I think it's. As I said, I think he's earned that right. I think he's given them so he's given them so many years of his career. He's given them. He's delivered them. Trophy after trophy after trophy, accolade after accolade after accolade. I think he deserves. I think he has a right to say, right, I want to go here. I want to. I want to end my career here. I think he'll go back to Argentina if he does leave. Yeah, I mean, unless he has like a tactical talk and says, you know what, if you guys need money, just sell me for like an absorbent amount of money for somewhere, and I'll, I'll stay there for like two years, and I'll just go home. Yeah. Or and I think- like. I, I I could see him go to PSG. If he's gonna go, I think it's either go back to Argentina or he's go to City or Arsenal or West Brom <laughs> or West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, whilst we've been having this very serious conversation, I've been um, poking uh, a flagpole at, at my ass. I, I don't know why. I, I feel like I said so. I just I, I just it just started happening, and I was like, okay, why not? Fuck it. Oh, you're so silly. That's why Rogue Opinion pays me the big dollar. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Money, money, money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. money. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I do think, though, that this is, uh, it's been a... A trying time for Barcelona, but I do think they'll come back stronger, in the words of Peter Crouch. And I do think we'll see them challenging for things next season. So I yeah. think it's just been I think it's just been a freak season. In terms of everything, you look at it that maybe they would have won the league if we didn't have the coronavirus outbreak, maybe they would have won it. I mean they were top at that point and then they've just lost it when we come back from lockdown, but who knows? But I do think that this is a transition period for Barcelona, and I think it'd be nice to see how they cope with it. I hope that they're not. I do think they need someone new in charge of the club in terms of president, because I know that uh, Bartomeu's 
time is is up. Mm. And I think I think fresh leadership would deliver um, new things for them. So I hope that happens, and then we may see a new research at Barcelona. And I hope with Messi at the head of it. Um, I did see something though. We could get for one year, one year only, Messi and Ronaldo in the same team. <laughs> That'd be incredible. I, I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it, but could Ronaldo's ego take it? Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think he doesn't really care if it's but I think he'd have fun with it. I think they'd be hilarious together. I think they'd be. I, th- I think we'd see them. I think you'd see them have a laugh with each other. Yeah, also, I mean, they're on different sides of the pitch, so I think... Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'd love to see it happen. It'd be really funny if Mel, Messi does a, Messi scores a goal at Ronaldo, then does Ronaldo's celebration, and Ronaldo scores, and then does Messi's <laughs> celebration. It'd be hilarious to see. I, I think they'd have so much fun with each other. Oh, absolutely. Because it, it's just so easy to them, but... Um, yeah, I'm... So, I'm talking about Champions League, we saw it. Who do you think is going to win the Champions League now? At uh, Leon, Leipzig, Bayern, and... Oh, the last name escapes me. Leipzig. I said Leipzig, Bayern, Leon, PSG. Who's going to win it? I mean, it's a pretty boring answer. I think it's, it, I think it's going to be Bayern. I think, I think Leon might maybe give him a bit of a challenge, but I, I, I can't see Leon getting past him. I, I, I think I think PSG. Wow, that's bold. I, I, I can't. I mean, it depends how fit Mbappe is. I think if they have Mbappe, they have a chance. I mean, I mean w- w- without Mbappe, they, they, they look like they struggle. But they've got they, they've got the greatest striker in the world in Chupa Moting up front. So yeah. That's true. Stoke Legends. I mean, everyone says it, or can they do it on a cold Wednesday night in Stoke? He did it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke. Exactly. Also, have you seen that stat that um, since 2008, there's been um, a player from the um, yeah. Stoke's team for 2017? Yeah, they've, they've, been, they've, been the, they've been the Champions League final or semi-final or something like that. Yes, semi-final each time. It's ridiculous. Insane. Tony Pulis is a t- Tony Pulis did that. He's a god. Hate yeah. So much. Can't believe, can't believe that team got relegated. Oh, I hate them so far. I hate Tony Pulis. Oh, he's a, he's a legend. So I mean, I, I mean, he he he, he fucked us with um, Gnabry, so I feel exactly the same as you. <laughs> oh, we can't even make it on a bench of West Brom. Oh, fuck off, mate. Look at him now, you. So it shows how much you know, you stupid... I was going to say a very naughty bird then, but I decided against it. You cockwomble. K- Kitty Winkle. Just said that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's been... Uh, I, think we've, I think we've covered Barcelona extensively. Yeah, uh, I, I think we did a pretty good job of that, to be honest. Yeah, we, we, didn't, we, we didn't miss the fucking geriatric old bastard. Yeah, who is he anyway? Uh, is it? Is it? Well, I, I try to think what his name is. Um, uh, 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 Bell and Pierce. So it sounds kind of familiar. Um, Fuck Wobble Pierce. Jeeves, Jeeves, please, please, stop, stop. Okay, look, you just go back to your food. Um, yeah. Just... What? Which? Okay, so I've I've confused you. I've got a Jeeves, and you've got a Jeeves. Which Jeeves have I got? What mark is that one? Oh, well, he, he's um, he, he he's the brunt of a pack. Which I I, I mean, that's saying like something because Jesus Christ, like I couldn't imagine having that juice. My God. I, mean, I, I bought him a cat, and I haven't seen him since. He's like stuck in the rafters. Oh, and... Don't 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 give him a cat. You don't know what he's gonna do with it. I mean, you know what I do with cats. I mean, no, I saw the cat. The cat's absolutely fine, but um, really, oh. yeah, the cats. I mean, the cat and Jeeves are best friends, but I haven't seen Jeeves in two days now. Oh, and yeah. I mean, ever since I stuck up on him and he jumped into the rafters, he started hissing at me. I haven't seen him, so I mean, I even tried to give him a salmon head, and he didn't want to come down. Trust, trust me, I, 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 I've given salmon head loads of times. It doesn't always work. Oh, uh, haddock? Would haddock work? 
Haddock head? Uh, I, I've never given head to a, ha- a, a haddock, so I, I, I don't know. All right, so oh, I'll oh, give... oh, oh, you meant the head of a fish. Right, okay, right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll try I'll try with the haddock head and see if that works. But, like, you've just been... You, you still won't take his PVC suit off as well. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And he's still scared of the colour red. See, see, mine is just, he's just scared of any colour that's not black. That's what I said. I I, I put a blindfold on him and just save up, but like, it probably is true. No, but he told me why he's scared of the colour red. And I shall discuss that with you outside of the podcast. Oh, if anything, I thought you'd be scared of the colour brown. Um, well, no, no, he's, he's scared of the colour red because he told me that you attack him with red and purple dildos, so... Oh, right, yeah, oh, well, don't, don't show him brown then, that'll be even worse. I mean, I've, show, I've, I've, shown him per, I've shown him blue, and he likes blue, and he likes, uh, he likes yellow. But yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. But anything, other than, but anything other than that, he gets absolutely terrified, and he... Uh, yeah, he starts starts hissing and then starts weeing everywhere. So yeah, there's there's a story behind quite a lot of those. I mean, I, I'm gonna say two words: um, chocolate starfish. Uh, <laughs> I I think that kind of says it all, to be honest. Mm. Um, but it, it, it's fine. You, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, you're probably never gonna see him again. But it, it, to be honest with you, I think that's probably probably a good thing. I know I do like this one. He's quite he's quite nice when you talk to him. I mean, I do get only three words. He he, he just he reminds me of OP from Family Guy. That's what he reminds me of. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So um, he he kind of reminds me of like a useless me- Mr. Meeseeks personally for me. A useless Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah, well, he said he can't talk and he can't actually do anything. So uh, really, the only similarities that they're both. Uh, I don't know what you can't talk. This this is a noise he makes. That's it. Was it? I, I mean, my, mine. The only, the only noise I hear is oh, and then that's kind of like occasionally, like you know, if I'm turning around, if I'm coming around a corner, I just say, I'm like, okay, I need to go the other way. He, he's uh, yeah. and, and and you you know how you know how cheese feels about corners. They're very. Uh, at least mine, they, they, they have a weird attraction to corners. Yeah, I'd say my, my, mine's in the rafters and he's he's pretty much wedged in there. I mean, he could be stuck. I don't know. I'll go, I'll go up there later. But Liam, um, it's been a pleasure as always doing uh, this football podcast with you because we got distracted. What are your plugs? Never. Never hall? get distracted. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Harper Milo. And you can follow my Instagram at Ben Shapiro, and you can fuck off. <laughs> oh, uh, you can follow me at uh, Arsenal's ninety ninety five. Uh, fo- uh, follow Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions. Uh, also follow Rogue Opinions on Apple, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And. Yeah, I think uh, this is the new format going forward. Just be me and Liam because Carl is, um, yeah, he's taken care of. Yeah, he's been he's been dismantled. Poor lad. Yeah, now I'm joking. We love you, Carl. Um, Maybe. <laughs> shh, that's being nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we love you, Carl. Yeah, Carl, we we love you. I love you just like I like my Jesus, uh, as a bad comparison. Yeah, woo. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure as always. And until next time, guys, we shall speak to you later. Bye. Bye. Mwah.